0: Oh. Ahoy! I
1: think i a bit too aggressive with my hello there. No, I'm excited. It was fine. I'm excited. I've not seen you for a while. Or spoke to you for a while. It caused not me, seen you.
0: It caused me to underplay my ahoy, so I think it balanced out.
1: Okay, cool. So an aggressive hello and uh, underplayed ahoy is how we start episode 9 of Bottom of the Stream. Season 3, episode 9.
0: How's things? Good. Glorious. <laughs>
1: Glorious day today. Beautiful. It's boiling in here. Yeah. The stream boat's a bit warm tonight.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's pretty warm in the playroom as well. I, um, yeah, I've i just gone and shut all the doors and windows to obviously lessen sound, but yeah. cried a single tear at each window. <laughs>
1: that's the trouble with audio recording. You can't have any outside noises. No. And it's prime bird sound hour.
0: Uh, that's it. I was uh, closing <laughs> the, the doors on the beautiful bird sound.
1: Maybe we should just have it playing in the background all the way through. <laughs>
0: It'd be quite yeah. nice. But you'd, you'd go and find it from an internet library, though, wouldn't you? You wouldn't actually record live birds. <laughs> Just live birds <laughs> out through the mic. Yeah. That'd be quite funny.
1: Have Been up to anything interesting to talk about?
0: What has been going on on lockdown? Just working hard. Looking yes. after the children. <laughs> Nothing too <laughs> exciting, really. Is that the hard work, looking after the children? Yeah. Can't sometimes, kids. sometimes. Can't wait to see your kids again. Paddling and pool up, pool out today? Yeah? Been for a bit of a swim. Excellent. You
1: didn't decide to drive to a beach like a bunch of other morons <laughs> did.
0: No. No. Good. I think going uh, two hours in any direction to a beach is not uh, not my idea of fun to be honest.
1: <laughs> Especially it's stuck in a car in this robot. No, thank <laughs> you. No nope. thank you. Stuff enough <laughs> it was bad enough kinds of work. We played bingo at lunchtime today out in the sun, that was quite nice, didn't we? Okay, okay. <laughs> right, shall I run through the socials quickly before yeah, we get let's do started? It. So, uh, if you're enjoying what you're hearing so far, follow us on Twitter. It is at BOTS underscore podcast. Instagram is the same, at BOTS underscore podcast. Uh, The website is bottomofthestream.com, where you will find every episode we've ever recorded. And all three seasons' current stream tables. And you can also check us out on Patreon, um, where we will give you some cool free merch, some... Extra bonus episodes. Uh, so early access to episodes. I've never mentioned early access. That's probably the one main thing we give away on Patreon. They come out a day earlier on there. So we should probably mention that. It's uh, true. Yeah, it's quite cheap. It's a couple of quid a month at the most. And we'll give you loads of stuff. Yeah. We generally get to know you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you can't do that, then uh, please leave us a review on Podchaser or on Apple Podcasts. Yes, because that really We helps. really appreciate them. We do.
1: And it's nice to read them. it's really nice to get them.
0: Right. I've got a bumper week of news.
1: Are you ready? Sure am, Adam. Are you sitting comfortably? Yep. Then I shall begin. Um, first thing I'm going to mention is, remember Netflix uh, stopped broadcasting at full quality? Yes. They've started again.
0: Oh, I thought so. <laughs> so. They
1: did that to like make sure that the internet would cope, and the internet coped perfectly. During lockdown, there was no reported issues at all. And so Netflix have gone, well, screw it then. We'll just put our quality back up. And they have. Which makes I- sense when you think about it, because... There's not. There wasn't suddenly an influx of more people using the internet. Sure. They were just using it in a different place. So instead yeah. of using it at work, they were using it at home. Uh, so,
0: yeah, at uh, uh, different times. That, you know. Yeah,
1: it wasn't like there was like a million more people suddenly turned the internet on. So yeah, so uh, it, it coped. And Netflix is now back at full streaming quality.
0: And and uh, joking aside, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. No, you it's couldn't. I don't care what anybody says, you couldn't. Unless
1: you're like a video producer and you can see these things yeah. with your own eyes,
0: hits me more with your news truncheon.
1: <laughs> um, what shall we go for next? Magic for humans. It's back. Remember, it's back. Season three is now available on Netflix. Did you watch that? Didn't you?
0: Um, not all of them, but uh, quite a few of them.
1: I watched the first episode of the third season. It's all right. I don't, I don't know. There's something about him that I just don't get.
0: He's, he's, I don't, um, he is a bit distant, isn't he?
1: Yeah, there's something on purpose, there that's obviously, quite it doesn't yeah it doesn't quite work for he me. doesn't
0: necessarily pop through the screen at you does he charisma no. wise although some of the no, tricks are obviously all. amazing um yeah but but yeah I I it agree.
1: Worth, it's definitely worth checking out it's it's fun it's a fun show and it's a good little magic show if you like magic um talking of also now streaming the final season of shit's Creek is now streaming um I have finished it all I think I mentioned I'd finished it all before it started streaming on Netflix how are you doing with Chit Creek? Are you still watching it? Have you given up? What's what you what you're working on?
0: Uh, yeah. So um, yeah, we have redoubled down and um, given it a try. I think I said I can't remember if I said it. Ugh, this it's, it kind of merges into one. I can't remember if I had this conversation with you on on <laughs> podcast or off podcast. But um, started to watch it quite a few months ago and got about five or six episodes in, and for whatever reason, just never went back to it. it didn't quite catch on. But right. everyone is absolutely raving about it, so we're like oh, God, let's give this another go and <laughs> um I think we're like three episodes into season three. oh really wow, you flown um, through it it's it's really sweet it's yeah, it's just it. starting to get it's... now that they've they're settled in in the town and built their relationships it's just starting to sort of once, shine yeah, through a bit
1: once they start to develop the characters a bit it really hits. I love it. I think it's one of the best sitcoms I've ever seen. Yeah, I put it up there. It's brilliant.
0: Dan Levy is awesome.
1: He's a genius. He's an absolute genius. Uh, talking of Shits Creek, there's also a, a documentary that's launched on Netflix called Best Wishes, Warmest Regards, which is a. It follows the cast and the crew through the final season. So it starts on the first day of filming and finishes on the last day of filming. Oh, cool! And it's it's really nice. It's emotional. Um, Dan Levy pretty much cries in every single scene, <laughs> but it, it's really it's really nice. It's worth watching. It's only on for uh, 40 minutes, 45 minutes, okay. probably. Yeah, it's good. It's worth checking out. I watched it on Saturday. Yeah, I got up Saturday morning and watched it. It was really good. That's it for new things streaming. Do you want to hear about some things that are coming soon? Yes, please. Uh, today, earlier today, Netflix released the trailer for 13 Reasons Why, the final season. Uh, the trailer's pretty good. I, I quite like how they've carried, managed to carry this show. that was a one-hit wonder, one-season wonder, and managed to get four or five seasons out of it
0: yeah especially and i'm quite
1: looking forward to that final season now
0: especially because that's not really uh netflix's mo is it We've, no not at all so there's not many shows that make it past three seasons on netflix no
1: no not at all uh, yeah so that's coming on june the 5th so that's quite soon um coming in july is umbrella academy season two did you watch that
0: uh never finished it <laughs> i didn't either give up
1: on it i, I couldn't t- get into it watch
0: two or three two maybe just two
1: that's coming That's coming back on July the 31st. There's a trailer out for that as well now.
0: Uh, yeah, it didn't really. It never really hit with me. I couldn't get
1: on board with it, really.
0: I, you can't be fair to them. I think we might have mentioned this before, but you know they're still churning out. They're not holding anything back, given their sort of shutdown in no, production, are they?
1: Not at all. They're obviously very confident in what they've got. Because like, obviously they're going to run out. You'd think they'd run out of stuff at some point. Because they've not filmed now for like three months. Yeah. And it's going to be a while before they do start filming stuff again. So they've obviously got a good slate of stuff coming which leads me quite nicely into my next uh, piece of news we're getting quite good at this we're getting quite slick (laughs) um i've got a list of some of the films that are coming in June.
0: love a good list
1: they're not um netflix originals these are all like proper release films
0: acquisitions
1: acquisition things they've purchased and uh, putting on some have been on before some of this some are debuting do you want to hear this
0: list oh i do yeah go for it
1: i want you to react to them as we go through okay Uh, top of the list is mamma mia here we go again Wow. All these are coming in June, by the way. Uh, Hereditary. I don't
0: know what that is. Sorry. I've not
1: seen, but I've heard it's really (laughs) good. Um, Jurassic Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Okay, cool. Is that the latest one? Uh, I believe so. Uh, The Disaster Artist is coming. That's a fucking brilliant film. Oh, that's That's cool.
0: That's a really
1: good film. I went to the cinema to see that. It's really, really good. James Franco. Yeah. Uh, No Country for Old Men. Not so good.
0: I, I don't really... It's beloved by critics, isn't it? Yeah, I did I was, like it I've seen it once, so I didn't really click with it. No, I must not, say. Man. thought
1: it was boring. Uh, Jack Reacher, Never Go Back. Okay, I've seen I've the never read, first one. I've never not seen a Jack Reacher film.
0: Uh, I've read a lot of the books. I, I know everyone moans about it, but yeah, Tom, Tom Cruise does not fit the profile. <laughs> <laughs> Angus Fong's
1: and Perfect Snogging. Right? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fun. Uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol?
0: I get mixed up with which ones I've seen and which one I haven't. I think I've seen that one. That's from
1: 2011.
0: That's uh, yeah, I'm pretty ones. sure I've seen that one.
1: Uh, 365 Days. Don't know what that is. It's from two- 2020. Neither. So it might be a... It said this list is not Netflix original, so it might just be something they've acquired that should have come out of the cinema maybe and hasn't. Don't know. I'll, I'll look it up. Uh, Fear and Loving in Las Vegas. Ah, uh, good film. Classic. Trippy. Trippy. Uh, you're going to really enjoy this one. The Big Lebowski's coming back.
0: Oh, It's back. Yes, it's not been left that long. No, because um, we talked about this enough. F- remember, the first bonus episode we ever yeah. did. Um, and it was... Yeah, you're right. It's not it's probably only been gone for, I six don't know, months. four, six months, something like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, if that.
0: Uh, Scarface. Oh, awesome.
1: Yeah, I've that'd not seen cool. that in a long time, so that'd be good. Yeah, same. Being,
0: being John Malkovich. I, I've not seen it for a long time, but I remember loving it.
1: Yeah, it's a great film. I really enjoyed that. When it
0: came out. Billy Madison. I, I mean, On the Curve of Sandler. That's probably... <laughs> One of the better ones. That 95,
1: yeah. that is crazy. The Karate Kid, the original. Oh, nice. There's a lot of good stuff coming to Netflix in June. Wax on, um, wax off. More Rats. Brilliant. Love it. Kevin Smith, quite apt yeah. for today's episode.
0: He's written a sequel
1: to More Rats. Yep, More Rats Doesn't too. Really? Yeah. Oh, amazing. That's interesting. Uh, Dream Girls. That's got some good tunes there. <laughs> I've never seen it, I wouldn't have a clue. No, I haven't either. The Holiday, Always oh, also quite apt for this one. This week?
0: Uh, well, uh, I suppose so. Uh, I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I was going to say it's not—it's not really up to the time of year, isn't that a Christmas movie? I don't know, to be honest. I'm pretty sure it is.
1: No idea. Uh, Dolly Parton. Here I am. I'm sure you'll be well up for that one. He's,
0: he's, <laughs> uh, sign me up. <laughs> I presume
1: that's a documentary. Uh, the Adams Family. The newest one from 2019, the animated one. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll check that out. I went to the cinema to see it. It's quite good. I quite enjoyed it. Uh, Hotel Transylvania 3, Summer Vacation.
0: They're two... Just going back slightly. They're two underrated films. The Adam family movies from the 90s.
1: Yeah, they really are. They're all... I don't think there's many bad adaptations of the Adam's family. I think it's just a quite entertaining story to follow.
0: Yeah. Tongue in cheek and yeah. Yeah, good humour. Good fun. Uh,
1: Hotel Transylvania 3, Summer Vacation don't know, but it might be good for your kids, maybe. Possibly. And also might be good for your kids is Beethoven.
0: Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> Beethoven's who, a
1: wonderful film.
0: Who doesn't love a massive dog? <laughs> no comment.
1: <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's all coming in June, all of that. So that's quite exciting. That is, yeah, that is a good <laughs> slate. It's a good slate because Netflix have been slated a little bit recently for not getting any, like, not, what do you call a non-original? Something that <laughs> they haven't made themselves. Like yeah, like you said, an acquisition, I guess. Yeah. Um, that's it for my news
0: I've got some news you've got oh, some know, news
1: I've watched um, something so we'll do that after your news
0: okay cool so I, I'm going to swoop in with some uh, some news and I'm going to put like a breaking news jingle on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this just randomly uh, popped up uh, in my Twitter feed and I thought it's really weird because I would never have looked at this if it had come up at any other week but <laughs> it is um, it is news related to the movie we talked about last week oh really uh, yeah related to uh, mute so so duncan jones who obviously directed mute and yeah. moon uh, we talked a bit last week about how uh, he had this trilogy planned didn't he yeah in set in that universe and um, and he's he's basically decided that the third thing in the series um is a is such a big story with a such a big budget that uh, it's not going to be a movie it is going to be a comic book oh right okay and you can contribute to it on kickstarter oh wow really yeah um, so it's so it's the third in
1: the trilogy of Mune and mute and mute
0: yes correct
1: Mune i can't say it. Mune. moon and mute not <laughs>
0: mute yes. and mute exactly cool. uh it's, it's called maddie so he loves an m doesn't he M-I-D-I and it is about a group of soldiers who are like genetically enhanced and they can be uh, remote controlled. So basically they might go in and uh, the example he gave was they might go in, storm somewhere, but the person they're rescuing uh, (laughs) needs to have a a life-saving operation. So they'll just flick the switch and then they can be remote controlled by a surgeon to perform <laughs> surgery. <laughs>
1: right, okay. Makes makes sense? Makes perfect sense.
0: <laughs> um, so they're all these enhanced soldiers, basically. Um, and it's about them trying to break free from their contracts and stuff. All right. £40,000 he's looking to raise. Wow. But he's already beaten that. It's definitely coming then. Yeah, it should be November,
1: apparently. Excellent. So yeah. he's making a comic book because nobody had fund a film for him because he's Uh, out of favor is that what we're saying
0: i mean he would maybe argue artistically that uh yeah of course he would (laughs) he he can uh he can meet his vision best by doing it in this uh this way but yes i think you could maybe see that
1: that's interesting
0: yeah I, i just thought what what a coincidence that that's uh yeah that's come about this week hmm interesting I quite, I quite oh, enjoyed go.
1: Mute. I've been giving Mute a bit of thought this week and I, I actually realised that I did quite enjoy it. I thought, we've definitely seen worse, I don't care what anybody says. We took a lot of stick yeah. for where we put it in the stream table and I'll stand by it. I'm sure you do too.
0: Sure, so uh, it, look, I said last week it was not a great movie by any stretch of the imagination if you're ranking it against movies, like all the movies. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not doing that. No. <laughs> um we rank it against all the shit movies. Uh, you know, I, I saw some, like I say, some of the reviews absolutely went to town on it. And I was yeah. like, this is nowhere near as bad as some of the stuff we've sat and watched. <laughs> Not even close.
1: <laughs> that brings me on quite nicely to what I've been watching at the top of the stream. Sure. we have we've we're transitioning through these things perfectly tonight, so we're professionals. <laughs> um, I watched Child's Play on okay. Saturday night, the, new, the remake, the new is one. Is that on Netflix? Yes, it came to Netflix a couple of weeks ago, so I thought... I'll give that a try. I haven't seen the original Child's Play for a very long time. I can barely even remember it as a very long time. Um, it's alright. It's fun. It's not scary in the slightest. There's there's no like jump scenes or anything.
0: The doll's quite cute. Have they gone for more of a comedy than the original? I
1: don't. Yeah, definitely more so than the original. But I don't think they want it I don't think they were going for comedy.
0: Oh right. I okay. Think it just, <laughs> I think it just got there. Fine.
1: It's it's an interesting one. But it's it's worth an hour and a half of your time. It's if you like that sort of film. I don't even know how you describe it. It's not a slasher film. Oh yeah, well it's that's the, what
0: I always in, remember the first ones being. But well this one isn't. <laughs> okay,
1: fine. Um, I don't know how I would describe it. It's a bit like it reminded me a lot of Black Mirror. You know, like right. it's, as if Charlie Charlie Brooker had written it. It was that kind of because it's a AI. It's like almost like a living Alexa type AI robot toy oh, it's,
0: it's funny you should mention black mirror because there's at least one segment in this movie we're going to talk about tonight which was black mirror-esque
1: Oh, tra- transitioned again we're brilliant
0: <laughs> we're not ready though no we're not, really. not i not, don't want to talk yet. about the movie yet
1: <laughs> have you watched anything at the top of the stream
0: i've finished the last dance so this oh, is have the, you? the, this the last the week time. that you hear me bang on about how good it is but then um, i
1: might start it and you might have to hear <laughs> another six weeks of people banging on about
0: it it's uh, it's awesome yeah, absolutely just gripping. Absolutely brilliant. Um excellent. Yeah. I've not heard a bad I, I, word I've about said it. Said this every week, but it's yeah. it's awesome.
1: I've not heard a bad word about it from anybody I know who's watched it. Literally everybody is raving about it.
0: I think I think you'll love it. I think you'll love it whenever you get to it. I think you'll yeah, I think you'll be just as into it. I will get there. Watched another episode of Middle Ditch and Schwartz, which I mentioned a few weeks oh, ago. Yeah. Uh that? better than the first one. Really, I was belly laughing a lot of the way through it. That's the oh, improvised comedy show. There's, there's three of them on Netflix. I've done two of them now. Um, and then the other thing we have dipped our toe into uh, over the last few days is I, Zombie.
1: Oh, yeah. I've seen the first season of that and then never went back to it after that. Okay. I remember quite enjoying it, but I don't know why I never went back.
0: I've uh, only seen the first couple of episodes. But yeah, so yeah, similar sort of reaction. It seems quite fun. Yeah, it's good. It's just um, fun, isn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah. That's, that's about it for us. You know, I was talking last week, I don't know if it was on the show or not, I was about to finish Lost, but I don't think didn't think I was going to make my deadline.
0: Yeah.
1: I think I might do it. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I've, I've, the The finale of Lost is 10 years old on the 24th, which is this coming Sunday. Uh, Yes. Yeah, Sunday. I've got eight episodes left.
0: It's oh, you'll, you'll do that.
1: Yeah. So hopefully, I might nail this. But yeah. it's going to be quite nice over the weekend. So I don't know how much time inside i might spend i'm thinking of painting my decking there's night but yeah the finale is like three episodes of that
0: so well okay Okay. which
1: i'd have to do on the sunday so yeah i'm doing it i'm gonna try and get it done hopefully
0: you're you're behind the eight ball now you can't not finish off
1: (laughs) yeah definitely you're right i've loved it i've loved it so much i don't care what anybody says lost is amazing i think i've enjoyed it more this time around than i did the first time around
0: that's cool
1: yeah it's really good Really, That's really cool. I'm
0: still a bit put off by just the size of the task, to be honest. It's a to big, if it, well, if it, it hadn't again,
1: been but... for lockdown, I don't think I'd have ever done it. Yeah. But the, those three weeks in lockdown really helped.
0: Oh, what was that? How's your brother?
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Good I'm going to put that on mute. <laughs> Good thinking. Where's my brother texting you? Uh, he's put it into the... Oh, he's done it in the group chat. Group. Yeah. Uh, any
1: update on your gaming? Um, No, not with Stranded Deep. I haven't really been on it this much. This week, uh, I did. Play, I have been playing Saints and Sinners, which I think did I
0: mention? Uh, the, no, uh, the Walking, the dead, walking, dead, the walking one? dead. Yeah, you one. did. I've
1: been yeah. playing that quite a bit, and a new game came out yesterday on the on the VR called Gorn. Right. So I've been playing that, which is a I don't know how the best way to do. You know, like wave shooters. Yes. Where you just stand there and just, you just shoot shit. Yeah. Gorn's a little bit like that, but it's hand to hand combat. Okay, cool. And you're standing in this like gladiatorial arena. And these like big, muscly things come at you, but you can just rip them to pieces. It's so much fun. It's the goriest game on the VR by far. So
0: you just, just like you just pull their arms, win win, milling them. your arms around.
1: Yeah, you've got weapons, so you get like okay battle axes and spears and shields and you can even really throw rocks at them. But if if you daze one, you can even just rip its head off. And this blood just splatters all up the walls and everything. It's so much fun. Oh, but sweet. I tell you what, it's a proper workout. I bet. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Because it's been quite warm, it I, certainly has. I played yeah. it on it. It came out. It came out yesterday, and I played it last night for about half an hour. And I was, the sweat was pouring off me. I had to go and have a shower.
0: It's like you were really there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's so much fun though. So I'm gonna. I'll report back on that. I'm gonna have a when I've had a proper go on it. I'll, uh, I'll let people know how it is.
0: I am um, I even did a game this week. You did a game. Yeah.
1: Wow. What did I you mean, do?
0: I, I'm like. It just shows how up with the times I am. Um, <laughs> I played uh, the first seven chapters, I think, of Uncharted 4.
1: Oh, wow. That's a great game. I love them. I um, love the Uncharted series.
0: Yeah, I've never played any of them before. I th- I think it was one of the free games of the month with the uh, PS Plus. Um, yeah, it was a couple so of months yeah, ago. yeah, I had a bit of time on my own and, uh, yeah, so yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Excellent. I don't uh, there... I know nothing about it, considering it's one of <laughs> the... You know, most popular game series of all time. But uh, yeah, it was all, fun.
1: All four of those games are really good. They're, like really good. Yeah. They're, they're in the, well, they're trying to make a movie on it, but it feels like it's cursed because it's been in production now for two or three years. But Every time something moves forward, they take about four steps backwards. Yeah. And I think they got to like day two of filming and then lockdown happened. And uh, yeah, now it's just on hold again. Well, it's, it's like it's never going to happen.
0: Be worth the wait. Do you know who's
1: playing Nathan Drake?
0: No, who is? Tom Holland. Oh, is he? Yeah, a, a young, younger yeah, version.
1: Yeah, I'm not quite sure how that's going to work, but because they wanted, um, he's really good at like jumping around and flying through, <laughs> and grabbing onto walls and stuff, which is like what Nathan
0: Drake does. I think you uh, may be getting Spider Man confused with real life there. Um, <laughs> always. Uh, Nathan Fillion was the guy they had in mind for it for a long time, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. But uh, he's he's probably a bit too old now.
1: Um, That's uh, how long the film's been in production. (laughs) Nathan Fillion's got old. (laughs) Anything else?
0: No, I think that's it for news and new things
1: for me. I don't think I've got anything else to talk about either. So uh, shall we move on and talk about eight films?
0: Let's talk about eight films and one film. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay, so this week we watched a film called Holidays. It is from 2016. It is an 18. It runs for one hour and 45 minutes and is currently rated at 5.1 on IMDb. And it is eight short films in one anthology series, all based on various holidays throughout the year. Instead of going through all the actors and directors now, I'm going to do it as if we were doing separate films. So I'll run through who they are at the beginning of each segment, shall we say.
0: I, I think um, we'll go into more detail on some of these and others, uh, yeah, we- because a- actually, before I sort of give away, you know, as we go through this, what I thought of each one, I think, I know we, do, we we don't want to stay away from spoilers, not at all, but I think with some of this, part of the fun is in not knowing what's coming next, actually. Yeah, I agree with that. Just because, you know, even if you get a bad, bad segment, you're only a few minutes away from the next one. Uh, from the next bad so- segment. <laughs> well, potentially, we'll see.
1: <laughs> yeah, they they all range in length from about eight minutes to about 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting way to do a film. It feels like it's like, because they're all pretty much all directed by different people or written by yeah. different, there's one that's written by the same, but there's two that's written by the same person. It feels like they're like ideas for films that you would never make into a full length film. So it's just like, let's give these guys free reign on just causing some batshit crazy stuff because this is mental.
0: Yeah, some of these are <laughs> pretty in, out there. Some of
1: these are really out there, like, as far out there as you can possibly get. So, shall
0: we start on the first one? Yeah, sure. So what's the first holiday of the year?
1: First holiday of the year is Valentine's Day. Uh, this one runs for 12 minutes and is written and directed by two guys called Kevin Kolsch and Dennis Ovidmeyer. Um They are most famous for writing and directing the new Pet Cemetery film. Oh, okay, yeah. So they did that couple last year or the year before?
0: Uh, last year, I believe. Last
1: year, I think, with John Lithgow going. Yeah. So we're not going to run through all of these films scene by scene like we normally do, are we? Because that's going to take us all fucking night. Yeah. So what's the basic idea behind Valentine's Day?
0: Uh, so this is your sort of spin on Carrie, 100%. I guess.
1: 100%. There was so many <laughs> Carrie references in it.
0: So there is... These are sort of, what, 15, 16-year-olds at school and there is uh, a girl who is bullied by her schoolmates. The coach seems to have a bit of a soft spot for her. She's got a bit
1: of a soft spot for the coach as well, to be fair. Yeah,
0: but the coach doesn't step in to stop the bullying because the girl who is doing the bullying, has organized a fundraiser uh, to raise money for a heart transplant that the coach needs (laughs) to stay alive. Yes,
1: that's exactly. (laughs) That is the setup, basically. That's the setup and the premise. So it opens on, I'm not going to go for it like all I said, but it opens on this girl called Maxine and she's basically trying to jump, she's going to jump off her high diving board and they're all like bullying her to try and make her do it. And the the main bully is called Heidi. Yeah. There's loads of like weird '80s music moments. Did you notice them? when she's like, she looks yeah, at the coach so, and it's like it goes into slow motion and
0: there's '80s yes. music playing. So, so you get like a pink hue around her, yeah, um, and yeah, you get sort of a bit of synth yeah. uh, music going on. Yeah, uh, there's a, there's a bit of a styles clash going on here. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, you could say that.
0: It's wildly over the top. This segment,
1: yeah, completely over the top. It's mental. It's absolutely. It's bad. Bash- it's the first of. The batshit crazy ones. Basically, it gets to the point where Maxine doesn't fight back to Heidi at all. No. At any point. Um, she doesn't speak, does she? I don't think she speaks during the whole thing, does she?
0: No, that's what I mean.
1: Yeah, no, I don't think she does. The coach has an argument with his, you, you assume, wife or girlfriend. And he's about to write a Valentine's Day card for her. But he ends up writing it to Maxine instead.
0: Yeah, to cheer is, her up. To cheer her up,
1: which is troubling. Uh,
0: it it <laughs> is very problematic uh, in, in his... Uh, position of trust I would say
1: <laughs> and while she's in the shower he sneaks it into her locker to like cheer her up and she, she finds it and it really does cheer her up the smile that comes on her face is creepy as fuck and you get into one of these 80s music moments going off behind her and it changes her whole like attitude throughout the rest of it and she eventually goes and stalks Heidi so yeah on
0: her way uh, home from school yeah so she from... kind
1: of follows Heidi into the woods and there, Heidi like Freaks out a little bit because she's she's not a big girl, is she, Heidi? But Max is quite... You wouldn't want to mess with her, even though she has been yeah. messing with her. Yeah. And so she starts running and she ends up falling over in this mud. And Maxine kills her with a brick.
0: Yeah, she bricks her, in.
1: She does. Um, she gets a Stanley knife and the next thing we see is the coach is at his house. There's a knock on his door and he opens the door and Maxine's there with Heidi's heart and she just hands it to him. Yeah, with uh, the same smile on her face, same creepy smile on her face, and the film ends. That's it, done. That's it. That's your twelve minutes in. Short and sharp, and weird as fuck. <laughs> I always find short films a bit weird because there's no context. You don't get the character building that you get in normal films, and sure. you don't get like the the build up of story. You just get wham bam here's your scene, and it it always makes me it always leaves me like open mouthed because you don't expect it, and that happens quite a lot all the way through this one.
0: Did you enjoy this one?
1: Uh yeah, I didn't hate it. It was all right.
0: Yeah, I I, I I'm I'm similar. So, uh I'll, a lot of these I thought did not stick their end at all. Yeah, they agreed. absolutely bombed it on the landing. Yeah. Um but I actually did not mind this ending. Uh it was short short sharp snappy. Yeah. Um completely over the top. I didn't think like anyone was any good in it in the brief. <laughs> Uh, brief moments they had yeah i i didn't think it was a it wasn't portrayed like a realistic yeah it was like i said it was just over the top but the bullying was unbelievable to this degree that no one would step in and stuff like that but you so you, you had to give it all that but yeah it was it was okay it, it was yeah mid mid-range <laughs> it I wasn't the best one it wasn't the worst segments one. we're
1: we're going to arrange them into like a mini stream table at the end aren't we so we, I've, I've got mine yeah. i've got mine as well so it'll be interesting to see how they compare That'd be, that'd be really interesting. So what's the second holiday of the year, Nick? Uh, it's St. Patrick's Day. It is St. Patrick's Day. It, this one runs at 14 minutes and was written and directed by a guy called Gary Shaw, who's pretty much an unknown. He made a film called Dracula Untold a few yeah, years ago. That. Yeah, I've heard of yeah. it. But he's not really done much before or since then. This one's a little bit longer than that last one, and it it's a really weird one, this one. It's whacking day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where do we even start with this?
0: So there's a teacher, um, yeah. and there's a new girl in her class. Yeah, and I just slagged off the performances in in um, Valentine's Day. Again, we've got a, another mute child here, <laughs> uh, but she's really creepy, and it's a good really performance. creepy.
1: She's really creepy. The little girl in this, she's got like this weird smile on her face all the way through.
0: Sure, that's really weird.
1: It's got a bit of an Edgar Wright style to it. This one, it's all like sharp, quick cuts and. Flash, yeah flash cuts yeah,
0: and things like it that it is it's, it's really uh, it's only like you say it's only on for 15 minutes and uh there's he overdoes that in in the 15 minutes this is <laughs> this is on for the the flash cuts are way way overdone
1: yeah because this only is on for 40 minutes but then the film itself runs over f- nearly 400 days so he <laughs> probably has to like go through this yeah. as quick as he can Basically, in the first scene, we meet this girl and this teacher and the girl doesn't seem to respect the teacher at all. She's just li- literally sits there smiling and ignores everything she's told.
0: Yeah, the teacher's trying to get some sort of reaction out of her, yeah. you know, just integrate her into the school. Uh, it's just not happening. So, follow the teacher home and she's organising her Patrick's day, St. Patrick's Day night out. Yeah, where she's going to get smashed. She, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we cut to her waking up in the back of her car. Yeah. In the midst of a coiled spiral, spiral of shopping trolleys. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice. Well, it's she, a nice. She did stuff. not remark upon us. No, she didn't.
1: Yeah, it was a nice visual. It was a bit weird, but it looked quite nice. How these trolleys just spiraled around this car. Uh, from there, we go to day thirteen. So this was then thirteen days later, obviously, than the first bit. And the girl sees the teacher in the supermarket. Yeah. And she comes up and hugs her. And the teacher kind of reacts badly to that. She's like, this is inappropriate in a public place, blah, blah, blah. Um, the teacher then finds out that she's pregnant. Yeah. And the nurse the nurse says, you're pregnant, but we're not sure what it is. And she's very happy. She's like, oh, it doesn't matter if it's a boy or a girl. And the nurse says, I'd say it looks more like a reptile. Yeah.
0: And she's <laughs> And she says... Have you seen that movie, Rosemary's Baby? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what was happening there. No, not me. The the way that this Doctor was scripted, it was out of whack with the rest of the, <laughs> really this was. segment. I was, just, I was just totally threw me for a curve. Yeah. It
1: was really weird. <laughs> really weird is a word, a term we're going to get used <laughs> a lot during the next hour or so. Next day in the class, the teacher, well, it's later on in the day, and the teacher vomits all over the classroom, but it's like deep black vomit, almost yeah. like Peeler's vomit from a few weeks ago. And she ends up slapping the little girl.
0: Yeah. Because she's just sitting there smiling. Yeah,
1: because she's not stopped smiling for the whole thing. Uh, cut to day 366. So over a year later, um, teacher's still pregnant and she's in a shop. This bit was weird. It yeah, was. <laughs> she picks up like a boy's baby grow, and she just sniffs it and tries to eat it. Yeah. And the woman in the shop's getting all like, "No, oh, you can't do that. That's uh, inappropriate. Don't do that, please."
0: And there's a there's a voice message at the same time playing yeah. on uh, over at the top, and it's from her sister, and it's saying, "Why didn't you go to your appointment at the zoo? <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to go and see the vet."
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, cut to day 396, so 30 days later again. She's in the bath now uh, with a mouse, as you do, and then she gives birth.
0: Yeah, she's teasing that snake baby out, man.
1: Yeah, and out it pops. Then there's a weird bit where there's some people in a field with face masks, uh, animal masks on. Yeah. Which is a bit weird, but it turns out it's a dream that she wakes up from. Um, she goes, But then she goes to the actual place, where there is a, a ritual going on with, with the little girl and her dad, who turns out to be Danny Zuko from Greece. <laughs> in what might yeah, be the weirdest twist in any film I've ever seen.
0: So not John Travolta. No. He's Danny Zuko from Greece. And um, <laughs> he is the person that uh, she slept with on St. Patrick's Day yeah. and impregnated her with a snake. And all, all the people running around this tree are holding said snake aloft. Yes. Uh, and the teacher just totally gives in, and she's well happy. She's got a snake baby. And <laughs> D- did you see the actual snake? Oh, it was <laughs> it was hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me, you know, when you get like
1: things that you put along the bottom of a door.
0: Yeah, it was a draft excluder. It was a draft
1: excluder. One hundred percent. It was a long one, but his face was all cheery and smiley. Yeah, it was so weird. And then she has a bit of a dance with it. Then you see a nun who is also a teacher, just let the class out, and she finds a snakeskin on her desk.
0: Yeah, so it, it's it, happening the cycle again. is repeating.
1: And that's the end of the film. That's fucking weird, that one, mate. <laughs> There's no getting around it.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah I thought it was uh, pretty bad.
1: I'm never going to forget it. <laughs> it's going to stay <laughs> with me for a very long time.
0: Uh, I'll give, like I say, I'll give props to the creepiness of the little girl. That's about all I'll give it, I think. Yeah, the story
1: itself is mental. And not really that interesting. No. That's weird. That one's weird. We should just probably gloss over that one. And move on to Easter. Yes, let's. <laughs> Easter is on for 11 minutes. So. Yeah, this is a quickie. It's a quickie. It's the shortest one we've done so far. Written and directed by a guy called Nicholas McCarthy, who, who, again, is a bit of an unknown, hasn't really done anything. But I want to point out somebody who's in this one. Right. I don't know if you've noticed or not. So this one stars a guy called Mark Steger. Right. Any idea who he is? No. Basically Mark Mark Steger is one of those guys that just basically plays like monsters or creatures
0: or aliens. Right. Or Bigfoots. Like uh Doug <laughs> Jones who's like yeah, does the same sort of thing.
1: Yeah. He plays the Bigfoot in The Man Who Killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot.
0: Oh amazing.
1: <laughs> so yeah, he basically that's what he does. He just basically plays that sort of creature and he does in this as well. But yeah, I thought that was quite interesting oh, that we've that's got a, a uh, good find. Bottom of the stream alum. And even appearing here, uh, go and check out our episode on The Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot, because it's fucking brilliant, and so is the film. Great movie,
0: yeah. Uh, so what happens in this one, Nick? Right. <laughs> so, we're now at Easter, and yep. uh, we 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 uh, open up, and there is a mother sort of trying to get a, a kid to sleep. Yeah. And a kid has got a lot of questions, um, <laughs> which are all really justifiable, to be honest. Yeah, completely. Uh, so, it's quite a religious household, and... Yep. This little girl is asking all these questions. Why? Why is a Why does a bunny turn up at Easter and lay eggs? Um, <laughs> I'm a bit scared about this man who comes back from the dead at Easter. Yeah, um, fair play. Uh, you know, uh, Easter is a weird one, isn't it? It is,
1: but nobody ever asks the questions about <laughs> it. It did make me think. So, like...
0: and then she throws in just after they're having this discussion. Will my daddy ever come back? Yeah. Uh, so, this is obviously a, a broken household in more, more ways than one. Anyway, her mum sort of talks her off to sleep, doesn't she? Yeah, basically. Um, she says,
1: nobody's, No kid's ever seen the Easter Bunny. So you don't yeah. need to worry about it. You'll never see it. You're just going to wake up in the morning and there'll be shitloads of chocolate everywhere. It's going to be great. In the middle of the night, while they're both asleep, the patio door opens. Yeah. And this, like, egg rolls in. It's just like a big, big egg, yeah. Yeah, big egg, like almost like an Easter egg, that sort of size. But it is a natural egg. The kid gets up for some water because obviously that's what you do in the middle of the night when you're scared. And you see this like shadowy figure appear behind her, so she goes to check it out. What do you say this kid is about eight, eight or nine? Yeah,
0: I would say so. Yeah.
1: So she steps into some like goo on the floor, some slime. There's like a chicken,
0: a chicken. There's like a chick on the floor. <laughs> yeah, there's as a well, little chick there? on the floor that she yeah, needs a little actually. Easter chick, not a fucking cockerel walking around like crowing out.
1: <laughs> Tiny little chick
0: bird, yep. bird chick.
1: <laughs> and then i it in here, there's a man in a nappy producing chicks from his hands. Yeah, that's a sentence I never thought I'd say.
0: Then he so, turns around, and who is it?
1: It's the Easter Bunny.
0: Kind of. <laughs> it's it's He's half Easter Bunny, half Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's the Easter Jesus. <laughs> and he's got, as you say, uh, chicks coming out of his stigmata. Yeah,
1: he's got holes in the
0: palm of his hands, and these little chicks are popping out of it. Yeah, that happens. So, uh, you know, as as terrible as that snake was in the last segment... <laughs> This was creepy. Uh, yeah, it was horrible. This, this monster was creepy.
1: Yeah, it really was. It looked gross. That's the only yeah. word I can describe it. And then, it's
0: like a, a slimy, naked bunny Jesus.
1: <laughs> There's another sentence you never thought you'd say. <laughs> slimy, naked bunny Jesus. He kind of grabs her and says, look, nobody's ever seen me before. Uh, but now you've seen me, you need to put your hand inside me. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? So he grabs her like, hand and he's got like a scar along his chest. Yeah. And he just kind of digs her fingers into it.
0: Yeah, and he's like enjoying it. Yeah, he's loving it. A lot.
1: <laughs> and then he says, now you've now you've seen me, you now must take my place as new Jesus bunny. Yeah. Um, so he gets an egg, small egg, and he puts it in her mouth and she kind of crunches down on this egg. And then you see a shadow of her turning into a rabbit.
0: Yeah, and it's like stop motion, isn't it? It's really yeah. like jerky and she grows ears uh, as the shadow. And the, yeah, then a mum wakes up in the morning and, and that's it.
1: Yep, the end. Wow. It was a I short, mean, sharp, quick one, that one. But
0: yeah. Best one so far? Uh, I think this is the most memorable one so far. Yeah. Uh, did it have enough? It's maybe the only one where I was like... Oh, I could have seen more of this. Uh, yeah, I, agree with I that. think there's there's a lot of ideas in a real short space of time here. So I actually really like the concept of sort of the kid asking this obvious these obvious questions, which are really difficult to answer. Yeah. <laughs> so it's
1: weird. It's just something we accept.
0: And yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> it just went so left field. Um, <laughs> And the makeup was good, the monster was good, uh, and it had a horrible ending. Yeah, I I, um, this was weird, but it was good weird. Yeah, agreed.
1: Shall we move on to the next one?
0: Sure.
1: The next holiday is Mother's Day. Um, This one's on for 13 minutes, and it's written and directed by a lady called Sarah Adina Smith. Do you know that name? No, should I? Yes.
0: Why? She's
1: been on the stream before. Has she? She is the writer and director of Buster's Malheart. Oh. (laughs) Remember her now? Yeah. Creepy, weird, hippie woman. Yeah. She wrote and directed that.
0: (laughs) Wow. I had not put two and two together. (laughs) And come up with 16, which is what would have happened in Buster's (laughs) Malheart.
1: Yeah, and this. This one's odd. They've all been odd. They all are odd. This one's really odd. This one starts off... In like an abortion clinic. And this yep. this lady's gone there for her 20th abortion. Because yep. she says it's like she's cursed. Because every time she has sex, she gets pregnant. Yeah. No matter what they try and do, she gets pregnant. Which is definitely a curse. <laughs> the doctor lady gives the the lady her sister's telephone number.
0: Yeah. she She says, go out to the desert. My sister runs a fertility... Camp, you know look at this from a disp- different perspective maybe there's something there that can help you yeah yeah and so off she goes off into the desert she goes i've
1: this is one of the longest ones in this and this is the one of the least amount of notes i've written
0: because yeah same it's just nothing happens in it there's a lot of um tracking shots of a nice desert and yeah. <laughs> and you get um, you get to this like animals and nature
1: yeah you get to this ritual and there's all like standard movie rituals going on so like Weird naked dancing,
0: yeah, dream, dreamy, dreamy sort of, yeah, there's drug all like, induced.
1: There's all like tapestries on the walls of the tents, and you know this sort of thing. You've seen it in hundreds and hundreds of different films. It's it's almost like they're all drugged. Yeah, it turns out they are all drugged. Mm-hmm. All the other women are there because they can't get pregnant, and she's there because she can't stop getting pregnant. So there, sure. there's kind of a, almost a resentment towards her from everybody else.
0: Yeah, so they go they go through the ceremony, don't they? Yeah. Uh, fertility ceremony or whatever, uh, and I want to say, like, basically a witch comes and whispers in all their ears. Uh, <laughs> but when she gets to Our Lady here, I don't know if she ever gets a name. I'm not sure. Don't think she does. Um, she sort of says, "You're a gateway," and that's it. Then it kind of fades out of the um, the ceremony and yeah. it's straight into a dream sequence. Yeah.
1: Some dude appears at people, one point.
0: People lying with each other, and yeah. then a big, big dude turns up. Yeah, he looked like the and stands above her.
1: He looked like one of the Dofraki from Game of Thrones. He He's yeah. a great big dude. Yeah, and then she wakes up the next day, and she's pregnant, obviously, because that's what happens. She's kind of heavily sedated, like drugged. Yep. She manages to get a hold of her phone.
0: So time has passed as well by this yeah, point. She's so like, she's now really pregnant. Yeah, she's like so heavily pregnant. She she's been been kept in this place and drugged for. The, Yeah, the length of her pregnancy.
1: Yeah. Um, she manages to get hold of her phone and she's almost like snapping out of it a little bit. Yeah. But like still pretending to be. So nobody's noticed. Um, she manages to call 911 and get through to the police, but they can't really hear her because she's trying to be quiet. The other, the lady who's keeping them there kind of comes out and she they have a bit of a chase scene. She chases her through the desert, but she can't get very far because she's nine months pregnant. So she falls over flat onto her stomach which induces the labour.
0: Yeah, and then she has a, as she's in labour, she has a kind of flashback to the ceremony and someone said to her, every time you end the life, it comes back stronger. Yeah. At which point, uh, <laughs> a massive full-on arm comes out of her.
1: <laughs> yeah, a massive full-on human arm comes out of her, covered in blood, and the other women all scream, and the film ends.
0: I mean, you ain't getting a baby out of arm first. No you ain't definitely not getting a full-grown person out on first. No, it's not going to end um, well, is it? No.
1: <laughs> now I've told you that this is by the woman who made Buster's Malhar, Can you completely see that?
0: I I can. Because um, <laughs> it was all
1: a great big load of nothing with trippy dream sequences all the way through it.
0: I can. I, I will give it a little benefit of the doubt. I think I might have liked this better if it wasn't so similar and to the St. Patrick's Day one. And if I'd seen them the other way around, maybe at a lights. You reckon? The other way around. Well, did you not think they I, were just really they, similar? They are
1: very similar. I really didn't like this one.
0: No, I didn't either.
1: Uh, but yeah, you're right. There is there is similarities too the, between the two of them. There's similarities between quite a lot of them. There's one that's completely different from the rest of them, but they they all have like a common theme. There's a lot of kids and births and...
0: Body that, horror.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of that sort of thing going on. Like yeah. Parent relationships, that sort of thing.
0: Well, you're going to get that with Mother's Day and Father's Day, I suppose, aren't you? But Yeah. But yeah, you you're right. There is a lot of sort of yeah disgusting body horror type stuff. Yeah. But yeah, well, they're trying to make the most of their ten minutes, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did, I didn't have much time for this. No, normally
1: me. Didn't didn't get that one uh, at all. I, d-
0: I didn't find it. It didn't hook me. I didn't find it suspenseful. Um, yeah, I was just waiting for the next one to be honest.
1: Yeah, completely agree. Couldn't agree more. Uh, the next one is Father's Day. Obviously, uh, it's also thirteen minutes long and was written and directed by Anthony Scott Burns. Who again is a bit of an unknown. He was the second unit director on In the Tallgrass, which is a Netflix film, a Stephen King film. Um, but other than that, he hasn't really got any major credits to his name. And we hit Father's Day. So, what happens in Father's Day, Nick?
0: Um, we have got another teacher. So, her name is Carol. She's come home to mark the papers, uh, and there's a package on the door yep. step. She goes inside to open it, and it says, Happy Father's Day. She opens the package, there's a, a ye olde cassette player <laughs> yeah in there with a the tape in it she starts listening to it and it's a recording from her dad who left her when she was a child
1: yes and this tape message just basically apologizes for him leaving and the way he left the fact that he just deserted her out in the middle of nowhere uh, he says he loves her that sort of this standard sort of tape message but then cryptically at the end he says if you want to find me you need to go where we played on the last day to, on our last day together Go there, turn the tape over, and hit play. Obviously, she does. She she calls her mum first, leaves her a voicemail message. Yeah. Calls her a liar, because obviously her mum's told her that she's been she's been dead for all this time. And she heads to the beach, because that's obviously where they, they last played. She turns the tape over, hits play, and the recording on this side is him talking to her, but when she was a child.
0: So, yeah, it, he is giving directions to future Carol. Yeah. But... Little girl Carol is also in the background is there women, because he's yeah. playing with her.
1: Yeah. So there's like a time travel kind of element to it.
0: This was a good gimmick. Yeah. I thought. Yeah, agreed. And he then, the dad starts giving Carol instructions, uh, literally directions yeah, of telling where, where to, to go,
1: walk. where to walk. Um, he gives her an address and she eventually ends up at this like big building. So I don't quite know what it was. It looked like, a, like an I would old... I wouldn't
0: say it was like an old... I couldn't say if it was like a bank or yeah, like a temple. I thought or it was like a museum kind of place. There was, was lots weird. of columns, wasn't there? Yeah,
1: it was that sort of building. Um, so she goes inside, because that's what he tells her to do on the tape. And there's like... A, you see like a shadowy figure run past behind her. He's still talking her through what's going on. Yep. And kind of directing her through this building as well now.
0: At the same time, he's there... On that on the day he recorded it and he and he says, Oh, just he says to the little girl, do you, you just sit there and need to go and talk to this lady and he's like, I'm here for my appointment.
1: Yeah. And she says he says, You only get one chance to visit me, this is your only chance. And yeah. she kind of steps over this like line
0: of ash on the floor. Sure, so she's like descended you know, uh, into the basement of this building, has yeah. And yeah, she 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 doesn't notice it, but the camera blatantly zooms in on this, like you say, line of salt or ash that yeah. she crosses. It's like watching lost.
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> it says she's come of her own free thank you for coming you've come of your own free will and then this weird like humanoid monster thing jumps out at her yeah almost like a vampire type thing
0: it's like sitting in a throne wasn't it
1: yeah and that's it and it gets her and that's the end of it
0: uh, I thought this was really good yeah and I, then it I, shit the bed on it the ending it completely
1: <laughs> did it really did there was a really good concept of it I was like oh this, this is going to be time travel she's going to meet up with her dad and it was like, would oh, just have a monster jump out and get her at the end. Yeah, it's a real shame because it's a really good concept.
0: This would have been better if she'd have just walked through a door. and we'd never known what happened. Why? Yeah. Why does there have to be some like gremlin, goblin, goblin, goblin things sitting, <laughs> <laughs> sitting in a chair?
1: Yeah, it was. It was a shame about the ending because the the build up was really good, and it kind of just like you said, shit the bed.
0: It's a shame, but it was. It was. This one did hook me. It was, sus- it was suspenseful. It was, I really, yeah. I really wanted to see what was going on here and where it was going. Uh, and then, yeah, it just... It went It there. just... Yeah. <laughs> it did. It shit the bed at the end.
1: It did. It's a shame because, like, like we said, it could have been good. Uh, that brings us on to Halloween. Probably the one holiday that's been made into more films than, than ever.
0: Sure. <laughs> and probably the segment, a couple of them... Uh, there's a couple of them that have, shall we say tenuous links to the holiday they're supposed to be covering. Yep. This has got literally nothing to do with Halloween.
1: That This is what surprised me the most, because Halloween is the easiest thing to make in a horror film. Yeah. And they completely didn't. <laughs> they completely just went out there
0: with it. So
1: it's, It doesn't even have to be at Halloween.
0: I did a bit of reading after I watched this film. Okay. And I found a little snippet of an interview with Kevin Smith, because okay. he's the director of yeah, this. Yeah, he writes and directs this one. And he actually said when he wrote this story... It was called Hello, Ian.
1: <laughs> that makes more sense.
0: And it is not specifically a Halloween story. <laughs> it was more just he came up with the pun when he wrote the story. <laughs> um, and obviously, it does feel a bit shoehorned in, I must say. Yeah, completely. Uh,
1: it's, so, because, it's completely out of place with the rest of them as well. It's not it, it's, is the it, style. Is it, is it not me, but it looks slicker. Yeah, it's completely different. It's completely different style.
0: It looks different the most style cinematic.
1: Yeah, it's completely... It's so out of place. It's almost like... I looked at the screen I was like, am I watching a different film? The colour palette's completely different. Everything's completely different in it. It's really strange. It's almost like they've gone to Kevin Smith, right, we're making this film. There's going to be loads of like indie directors, but you can have this one and just do what you want with it. Everybody yeah. else has got to follow the rules, but you don't. It's fine. You don't even have to make it about a holiday if you don't want to. Just please come <laughs> Just please come and be in it. Uh, it's 13 minutes long, this one. So, again... Thirteen seems to be the re- the average number that we're going for. In the beginning, we meet a guy called Ian. Uh, Ian is a sleazy porn producer, almost or wannabe porn producer. Yeah, and he's trying to entice. He's, he's on the phone to a couple of girls trying to entice. He, them. he
0: runs a um, cam girl racket, basically, yeah. doesn't right,
1: it? Yeah, he's he's on the phone to a couple of girls trying to entice them to come to LA to join his webcam website. I've ri-
0: I'm just realizing I've written five lines for this. Oh, <laughs> really? It. Yeah.
1: <laughs> wow His daughter's in this as well Kevin Smith's daughter's in this Yeah Harley Quinn Harley Quinn There's a weird one to put your daughter in
0: <laughs> Yeah a little bit <laughs> um,
1: So Ian gets home And there's there's three girls there At his house Who are webcam girls Who he's keeping there Against their will almost It was like they haven't okay. got anywhere better to go So
0: Certainly this Yeah he's, he's putting a roof over their heads But exploiting them massively Yeah He's a dick This guy yeah.
1: <laughs> He's horrible to him He calls them all whores basically tells them to live by the rules that he's set. And they should, why, why are they not on the webcam? Why is there nobody on the webcam now? You, I'm losing money. He's basically being a dick. And uh, one of them decides to stand up to him. Yeah. They were watching a cartoon about witches, weren't they? They were, yeah. And they, they she makes this analogy that witches are always more powerful in threes than there's three of them. They end up having a bit of a row and she ends up smacking him and knocking him out.
0: Yeah, one of them twats him with a toaster.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Knocks him unconscious
0: which always reminds me of um the bill Murray film Scrooged <laughs> <laughs> where the the fairies keeps uh, hitting him in the head with a Yeah, anyway
1: that's completely different to where this film ends up going, yeah totally um this goes completely off the rails now it's just i don't even want to talk about where this film goes now
0: it's horrible it's, it's disgusting. This, this, this is this is a really nasty thirteen minutes, yeah, like it's every <laughs> I'm going to say everyone, in, every character in here is nasty. Uh, clearly, Ian is an absolute piece of shit. Uh, yeah. But but there is, there's the, nothing redeeming about this. This is... The girls are no better. It's just nasty, isn't it? Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible.
1: So Ian wakes up on the bed in front of the webcam and he's got a, he's only in his underpants and he's got a cable coming out of his bottom. Yeah. The webcam's running and the girls are talking to him via the chat screen and it turns out, I can't believe I'm going to say this, they have stuck a vibrator up his ass, and tethered it to a car battery and then super glued his ass cheeks together. Yeah. <laughs> As you do. Um, He's, t- he is glued shut. He is glued shut. Um, they turn him on. <laughs> they, turn the vi- <laughs> they turn the vibrator on. <laughs> and one of the girls types in, show us your pussy. And then a knife comes flying through the door. Or under the
0: door, yeah, because he like, he like drops trowel, yeah, and he's like, There, there, you, there go. you go, and they're like, No, no, Don't. make one, <laughs> you gotta make one.
1: <laughs> so he does, um, yeah, because they eventually. say, we
0: only we're only on a two, this, yeah, this but, uh, this this goes up to ten,
1: yeah, he's not, he's in a lot of pain when they turn it on, he's in a lot of pain. So he he does, he, do, he cuts himself, uh, blood shoots everywhere, and then we switch to the girl's perspective, so we
0: can't, and then of, he just, yeah, and 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 it just, the tone just changes. And one of them goes, oh, this is boring now. Yeah. So the camera's like... If, let's just turn it to 10 anyway. Yeah.
1: So they just instantly turn it up to 10. And she says, what happens if we put it up to 10? She turns it to 10. And then one of the other girls goes, that. Assuming yeah. that Ian's just exploded. That's how I, I interpret it. I don't know if you did.
0: Either that or he's still sitting on the bed, just sort of <laughs> vibrating.
1: <laughs> I, it looked to me
0: like it would exploded. I think so, yeah. Yeah,
1: and then another girl knocked on the door looking for Ian, and yeah. that's the end of uh, that one.
0: Uh, yeah, they're like, we're under new management.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a weird
0: thirteen minutes. Uh, it was, like I say, it was just nasty. I d- it wasn't entertaining. No, not at all. It was. It was like. Wasn't funny.
1: You can imagine that's what the world's like inside Kevin Smith's head. It was just. It wasn't funny. It wasn't entertaining. It was just weird and a bit sick yeah Yeah, it wasn't
0: it wasn't it wasn't clever uh it was
1: it was really shoehorned in as well like we said earlier it's. it's, it has nothing to do with halloween whatsoever
0: at least all of the others kind of stuck to a
1: theme whereas this one didn't at all
0: no it just felt like a a kevin smith cast off didn't it yeah it did big time
1: which brings us to the big holiday christmas is here it's the daddy of all the holidays This one's only on for 10 minutes. This is very short and sharp. Direct, written and directed by a guy called Scott Stewart and stars Seth Green. He's always good value, isn't he? He's, Seth Green, yeah.
0: He's watchable. He's really watchable. Yeah. Why, why isn't
1: he in more stuff? Exactly. He's been around for a long time, but he's not been in anything. The lady in this is called Claire Granton is Seth Green's in real life wife. Oh, so they he's are doing all right for himself. <laughs> they, are, they are married, the two people in this, who play a married couple as well. This starts for with an advert for a thing called UVU. or Uvu. UVU UVU mm-hmm. UVU which is basically a almost virtual reality style headset that you put on yep. but it shows you what it thinks you want to see so you don't have to, to put in any games or anything like that it's just it's going to show you what your innermost desires I think that's how they describe it yeah
0: it is it has got an algorithm that connects to your yeah memory and so uh, yeah yeah it's a, it's the must have christmas toy isn't
1: it yeah and uh, this film starts on christmas eve and Seth Green's character is called Pete, and he's gone to a store at the very last thing at night to get hold of a Yuu, um, but obviously they've all sold out because it's Christmas Eve.
0: Um, Just picture jingle all the way. That's where we are. Yeah, completely.
1: The last customer to leave with one, Pete kind of follows them and offers him he offers him five hundred dollars for it in the end. But the man's like, no, nah, get away this is Christmas Eve. I need this. But um, then you hear like a crash behind Seth Green's character, and this man has collapsed on the floor and spilled all his pills everywhere. So he's obviously a not well man.
0: Yeah, the pills are sort of agonisingly just, just out, out of his, his reach. reach
1: yeah. Pete looks like he's going to call the police and then he see, spots the UVU sitting on the man's driver's seat of his car. So he doesn't call the police. He leaves the man to die and takes his UVU. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get back to the house and Pete's wife's there. She's had a bad day at work. She's not had her Christmas bonus. She's feeling all shit and doesn't like her boss. She slugs his boss off for a little while. So you can tell that yeah,
0: Pete... Well, yeah, I was just say. meanwhile, Pete's having sort of... He's replaying the incident in his mind, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, and obviously that's uh, yeah, that's having a big effect on him. Yeah,
1: he's feeling a bit guilty. You can tell it in his face. Um, but the next morning is Christmas morning and his kid opens up his UVU and he's never been happier. So that kind of appeases Pete almost. And the kid puts it on and he's like, he becomes the first man on Mars. He's like walking around on Mars.
0: Yeah, it's like created a game for him, hasn't yeah. it? Specifically for him.
1: So the kid's like, oh, I'll take it. I'll take it off. And dad, look at this. See what See what it does for you. It's brilliant. You'll love it. So Pete puts it on, and he saw sees like this naked lady being spanked.
0: Yeah, he's in like a strip joint yeah. slash sort of dominatrix club. Isn't
1: he? Yeah, so he rips it off his off his uh, head. I've written at this point, the mu- there's music playing all the way through this one, and it's really like plunky plunky piano music, <laughs> and it's just like the music in Stranded Deep, the game I've been playing. Oh, is it? It's yeah. like almost identical. <laughs> so it was like, I think they've taken the soundtrack from Stranded Deep. They all go to bed that night, Christmas night, and Pete gets up in the night and puts it back on because he wants a bit more time with this dominatrix lady Um, but he doesn't get it this time this time when he puts it on he sees the opening scene again where that he left the man to die but he sees it from the man's perspective
0: yeah he does
1: and eventually eventually even sees the man ended up going into the morgue and being put in a drawer
0: yeah he sees him being zipped (laughs) up and put in a drawer in the fridge yeah Yeah. Um, so
1: the next morning he calls the helpline to see what's going on with this thing why is he seeing different
0: things yeah, because he um, hears that a, a very small percentage of users having bad reactions to it, basically.
1: Yeah. The helpline man says, um, oh, if you want, we can log in and see what you've been looking at. Yeah. But obviously, he can't have that because <laughs> he left this man to die. So he kind of just hangs up. Um, the next scene is back with his wife and she's got the UVU in her hands and she's seen what Pete's been seeing. Yeah, because he didn't log out. He didn't oh, log out. Absolute rookie error. Yeah. Always clear your search history. He thinks she's going to freak out, but she finds it hot and she jumps on him and they have like, yeah. they do the naughty. He wakes up the next morning, she's gone and he puts the UV back on again. But this time Sarah's forgotten to log out and she's Dextered her boss to death.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so she has, she has done a proper like kill room and yeah. everything and she's chopped him up.
1: Yeah. And then it says UV shows you, you. And that's the end of that one. So they're both vicious murderers,
0: these two loving parents.
1: What do you think of that one?
0: Ah, it was a hell of a lot in ten minutes. Um, <laughs> it
1: was. It was good. I thought. I like that one.
0: But it was the. It felt like the the most complete segment. It was. It was a. It was a whole story. Yeah, from start to finish. It, it yeah. It it wasn't just oh crap. We've done our ten minutes. We need to come up with a quick ending. It it was a self-contained little Black Mirror-esque story. Yeah. Uh, I liked it.
1: Yeah, I like that one. But that did feel very Black Mirror at that one. You could imagine that being expanded to be on Black Mirror for an hour. Yeah. Uh, That brings us to the final holiday of the year, uh, New Year's Eve. Indeed. Also, this is one of the shortest ones. This is only nine minutes long.
0: I thought it was, yeah.
1: Um, Written by the same people who wrote the first one, Kevin Colsh and Dennis Widmayer, um, but directed by a guy called Adam Egypt Mortimer, which is a fantastic name.
0: That is a good name.
1: (laughs) Why he's got Egypt as his middle name, I love that. This one is a different step again i don't really know how to describe uh, this one it's would you say this
0: is the most outright comedic one yeah definitely i would i would say it is
1: yeah yeah they kind of went for a different vibe in this one didn't they
0: so we meet uh reggie yep. who has got a woman tied up in his house yeah and eventually he he shoots her in the head uh, yeah after, after having forgot to load his gun the first couple of times <laughs> twice um yeah and He's looking for a date for New Year's Eve. Yeah. Um, and he basically tells this woman he's got tied up. No, you, you're not my type. Yeah, it's not you. Sorry. But he quickly meets another lady on a dating app. Yeah. Uh, and they go on a date uh, to a restaurant. Yeah. And it's really, they have a really awkward conversation because they're both uh, not social butterflies, I think it's fair to say.
1: <laughs> Completely. He's grim. He's like picking yeah. his nose. He's picking his teeth.
0: His teeth are like green, yeah. aren't they?
1: He, t- he talks to her about her teeth quite a lot. Yeah. Then his teeth are vile.
0: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't go well. But she's basically desperate as yeah, she says. Well, it's near Eve that's... Yeah. I, I don't want to be sat on my own. Yeah. Do you want to come back to mine and watch the ball drop?
1: <laughs> I don't know why I find that funny. <laughs> I've watched the ball drop live in New York. I say that. I was there. You I was too far back to see the actual ball
0: drop. <laughs> okay. Better view on TV. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: And when they get back to her apartment, she immediately grabs his junk through his trousers. <laughs> and he freaks out, completely freaks out, because he wasn't expecting it. And he heads off to the bathroom yeah, to like sort himself out. And he gets a toothbrush, and he puts it in his mouth. And he's rubbing yeah, it all around disgusting. his tongue and his teeth. It's disgusting. And But while he's doing this, he opens up the bathroom cabinet. Well, he's, so
0: he's, he's gone in the bathroom to chloro, chloroform a rag. Yeah. Because he's going to come back out and get her, obviously. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so he opens up the bathroom cabinet and there are a load of specimen jars in there. Yeah. And there's like eyeballs and they're all labelled, aren't they, with guys' names. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a wang in there.
1: Yeah, I think there was. Uh,
0: And then there's an empty jar with Reggie's name on it.
1: Yeah. There's also...
0: That's your twist.
1: That's your twist. So he pulls back the shower curtain and there's a body in the bath and there's bits of body hanging up above the bath. And suddenly she just bursts through the door with an axe. Yeah you like it's completely like wrong footed everybody they have a bit of a rumble he's trying to claw himself away out of the room and she chops his foot off yes he does <laughs> uh, which is quite graphic literally you yeah because it's stump- not a clean cut so it no, kind you see, of like,
0: you see it like pulls away doesn't the it the gristle
1: comes out the bottom of his trouser leg with his sock on yes. still it's, it's, it's quite like graphic pork, isn't it <laughs> i will never eaten that again <laughs> the door he tries to get to the door but the door's padlocked he's got his gun but that jams again for the third time in this film, then the, you could you see like the New Year's Eve countdown going down. It's like yeah. ten to one, and when it hits one, she axes him right in the head. Yeah, she buries splits this splits him deep, in half. Buries this axe deep in his head. Um, she has a bit of a dance, and not only does that film end, your entire film ends. Yeah, and we're done with the holidays for the year. What did you think of the New Year's Eve one?
0: Uh, it was it was snappy it was fun uh, i quite enjoyed it i think it was a uh, it's probably the best one to end it on
1: yeah definitely it was a good way to i, end I
0: it. like the, the the comedy one
1: yeah so what did you think of the film overall holidays as a film
0: <sighs> i didn't love it um it's really difficult to judge it isn't it because it's... it is because it, it's not a so i'll tell you what may, maybe this is partly my fault but my perception of this before I started watching it is that there would be some kind of thread that brought them all together yeah uh, and that was not the case at all this is literally eight short films yeah completely there isn't there is nothing that ties them together they're loosely under this holiday gimmick but some of them aren't really anything to do with the holidays No, uh, and they are massive the quality just varies wildly
1: very much so there's even like a small credit sequence at the end of each one it's, it yep. is like 10 like eight short films just finishing there
0: so so in, in that respect it feels like a bit of a missed opportunity uh but it it's obvious there wasn't anyone bringing us together as a whole it was just the you know done by eight completely different people yep, and then stitched together stitched together
1: Anthology films are always a bit like that, though, aren't they? They're, they're difficult. Yeah. They're a difficult thing to. What's probably what's the most famous anthology film? Do you think? Um, Creepshow, maybe. Yeah. I can't think of another one that's probably more famous than that. Was
0: Was VHS an anthology film? Yes, I think. So. I think I saw that a long time ago.
1: But they're they're always very different. I don't even really like Creepshow. They're all very different, very difficult to grasp because you the. It's like you just get into one and then it finishes and you're like, oh, I've got to start another film now. And then I've got to start another film now. It's really difficult to relax into watching them. Do you know what I mean? It's like, sure, you can't like chill out and just watch them because you're constantly on edge, waiting for the next one to start. It's took me ages to watch this film.
0: See, I I thought it went fairly quickly because I just I did just segment them off like I'm watching eight little films. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I think I kept pausing them at the beginning of each one to like write some notes about who the director was and everything. Yeah, and it, it took me like two and a half hours to get through it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, I it was like half eleven last night. I was like, Jesus Christ, I need to go to bed. It's still two left.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I I get that. I mean, it's, it's diff- going to be difficult to judge this because it is uh, it's so different to anything else. But I, I'm just going to have to go for it on, uh, you know, what was my overall enjoyment of this? Uh, a couple of them I really liked, a couple of average ones, and then the rest, yeah, didn't really do anything for me at all. So, uh, real mixed bag. So should we run through? Would you recommend it?
1: Yeah, I think so. To, to the right person. There's there's people out there that will not enjoy this. And there's people out there who think I'm fucking mental for recommending it to them. But there's people out there that would like
0: it. I think it's quite an interesting way to spend a couple of hours. You know, like I say, you're never more than a few minutes away from the next one. Uh, yeah, and there are a couple of good segments. Even if you've just got to spare 10 minutes, you could just chuck
1: one of them on, I suppose. That's true. But yeah, yeah, I think I would. There's people out there. There's people I know that would like it. There's people I know that would think I was weird for recommending it. Shall we run through what we thought of them in order? Yeah, sure. Because we've both made like a mini stream table of them, so we will see how we compare. Which should we just abandon the trivia quiz for this week? Uh, yeah, we can do. Just we... do this instead because we're running quite yeah, long. Fine. We're running quite long now. So what did you have in eighth? Uh, from...
0: So yeah, so we go 8 to yeah, 1. So, so in eighth I had uh, so this will be quite interesting actually because um we'll see uh, how wrong you are. Because <laughs> obviously obviously my order is the correct order. Okay. So. <laughs> Uh, so in 8th, I've got Halloween. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: I put Mother's Day. Okay. I really didn't enjoy that one at all. I just didn't get it. She she deserves to be at the bottom of my stream table again.
0: <laughs> no, I, I've got Halloween because it was just unpleasant.
1: Yeah, fair play. That's actually my 7th. Okay. So what was your 7th?
0: Uh, in 7th, I have got St. Patrick's Day.
1: <laughs> That's my
0: next one. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got St. Patrick's Day 6th? Yes. Well, I've got Mother's Day in sixth, so we've got the same three. We're almost
1: there. Yeah, we've got the same three out of them. So top fives might match. So what did you have at five?
0: Uh, At fifth, I've got Valentine's. Me too.
1: Yeah, I thought that was uh, mediocre and I thought the four remaining were better.
0: Yeah, it was just middle of the road, wasn't it? Yeah. Fourth? Easter. Me too.
1: (laughs) Yep, I agree with that. It's not as good as the other three. Third? New Year's Eve. Oh, I've got Christmas.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah, I didn't think... Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about why I've done that in a minute. Uh, second? Father's Day. I've got Father's Day at second, and i put New Year's Eve at number
0: one. I've got Christmas as number one. So we've just got them two the other way around.
1: So we've, we were yeah. quite close. very similar order. Uh, New Year's Eve just kind of stuck with me. I thought it was quite good. Uh, maybe it was because it was the last one. I thought it was really entertaining. It was, it I, was. i could quite easily have any of those three at number one. The, those three were the best three by far. Yeah. By, by far. Father's Day was just a little, the ending ruined it slightly.
0: Father's Day was the best concept. It was the most suspenseful. It just, it, the ending was awful. Yeah, uh, I I had to give it to Christmas because, as I say, I think it was the it was the best little package from start to finish. Yeah, that's yeah. fair
1: enough. Yeah, I just I enjoyed New Year's Eve because I thought it was quite fun. It was funny. Yeah, it was. It was excellent. I suppose we need to put it into our own stream table now, though, as a
0: we we should do that. Yeah,
1: as a film, which is going to be difficult, I think. Do you want me to run through from top to bottom? Yeah, go for it. Uh, I'll run from bottom to top. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is- Eighth is Deadly Detention. Seven is Thoroughbreds. Six is arc. Five is Take Me. Four is Mute. Three is Peelers. Two is First Match. And b- Bad Day for the Cut is still in at number one. Where's this one going, Nick? Uh, it's really difficult because they almost need to go in there individually. <laughs> but that's not happening.
0: Yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> So, let's take it as a whole experience. Uh, I'm... This seems really low. Yeah. But I think I'm going to have to... My suggestion would be it goes just below Ark. And above
1: Thoroughbred. Yeah. So, between Ark, that's exactly where I had it. okay. That's, that's exactly where I was just thinking as well. Yeah, I think it has to go there. It isn't a better film than Ark. And I didn't really like Ark, but...
0: I I thought you'd put it above arc, you See, that's that's why I wasn't sure. There's just because not.
1: I, I, there's not enough of them that are good.
0: No, exactly. So
1: if there would have been like one or two more good ones, there's only like three and a half good ones. If you go New Year's Eve, Father's Day, Christmas, Valentine's Day is all right. The rest of them are not that great. Easter's all right. So there's four good ones out of eight, but that's only half a good film.
0: Yeah. So. That's what? Just under an hour of an hour and <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: 40, yeah, I'm ha- fifty minutes or whatever. I'd, I'd mind to see the argument of it going above arc, but I'm happily to put it between Ark and Furibreds.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah,
1: it's it's better than breads, so that's just boring.
0: Uh, I don't know if it's better. I I enjoyed better, it more. Yeah,
1: it's better. <laughs> okay, we'll put it there then. So it goes into seventh. Deal. Right, that leaves us to pick next week's film.
0: Yeah, I've got a good feeling. Wait, Let's get something good. What are you hoping to get? Um, something fun, wacky. Wacky. Stupid,
1: wacky. Yeah. Wacky and stupid. We've not had a good relationship with wacky and stupid before. <laughs> right, I'm going to press the button. Are you ready?
0: Yeah.
1: yeah I us picked a film called Fast Colour. Awesome. Any ideas?
0: None whatsoever.
1: <laughs> Do you want to have a guess at what it's about?
0: I think Fast Colour is a biopic about the guy who invented all those colour run races that you see everywhere all the time now. <laughs> So you know when people go and do a fun run and people just lob a load of coloured starchy powder at them, yeah. It's that. It's the biopic of him. Do you reckon? Yeah, hundred percent. It's not. No.
1: <laughs> do you want to know what it is?
0: Yes, please.
1: The synopsis says: After years in hiding, a woman is forced to go on the run when her superhuman abilities are discovered. Years after oh. years after having abandoned her family, the only place she has left to hide is home. Okay. Sounds interesting.
0: We're not, we're not done superheroes very much, yeah, I think. It's classed as a drama sci-fi
1: thriller. Six point six out of 10 on IMDb. So if there's anybody worth mentioning in it. Not on first glance. I'm sure there will be by the time we now have a proper look. So yeah, go out and check out Fast Colour. Excellent. So we'll come next week and talk about it.
0: I'm excited. Me too. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. I'm so hot.